You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Ken Carmen Show. From the Quicken Loan Studios, National Mortgage Lender Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. It's the Ken Carmen Show on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Send the tweets, send them hot at Ken Carmen, C-A-R-M-A-N. A lot of football today. We'll have John Breach on from CBS coming up at high noon Eastern. Also at 1 p.m. Eastern. Looking forward to this. Kendall Gammon. Chiefs radio analyst, color analyst on their radio network. He'll join us. We'll talk AFC Championship game with him. Going to be a hell of a time for everybody involved. And for that AFC Championship game, I'm already... This is going to be an invitation. Because I'm already getting it. I teased what we were going to talk about today. I'm already getting it. So let me do it now. I want to extend an invitation to you in sincerity. That if you think I'm an idiot, go ahead and call me an idiot. Because I've been getting this all week, I've been hearing this all week, and it's been bothering me all week about this AFC Championship game coming up. How dare Julian Edelman put these put these shirts out that say, bet on us. How dare he charge $30 for these shirts? How dare him? It's the Patriots. It's been eight straight AFC Championship games. How dare Julian Edelman have the pills to put out such a product? How dare Tom Brady say after the AFC Championship game that everybody thinks we suck? How dare he say that? This is ridiculous. Rabble, 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 rabble. I've been hearing it all week. How ridiculous the Patriots are. How you're overplaying the underdog hand. Now, there are times where I absolutely agree. Gino R.E.M., you know, no one believed in us. Oh, shut up. Everybody believes in you. You UConn women's basketball. There are times, yes, I absolutely believe it's overplayed. Got to tell you, and this is why it's bothered me all week, you're going to hate it, except if you're in Boston. I think Tom Terrific has a bit of a point. I don't know if I charge $30 for a T-shirt. I don't know if Julian Edelman's getting all that money. I have no idea. I just know the thing's on sale for 30 bucks. I don't know if I charge 30 bucks for a T-shirt, but I think Julian Edelman has a point. I think the Patriots fans who have probably been calling up all week to CBS Sports Radio across the country to DA, to Tiki and Tierney, obviously to, to all the guys, to, to Moose and to, to, to Taz and the Moose and everybody, I know that there have probably been some some Patriots fans calling up and people go, typical Patriots fans, the world are against them. And I probably, and maybe should be, that's why I'm giving you an invitation to call me an idiot. I probably should be against those folks and think that they're ridiculous. However, I just want people to stick to their guns on what they say. You know, I want you to be able to back up. We're in sports. This isn't politics. This isn't world diplomacy. Friends, you're allowed. You are absolutely allowed to flip-flop on any sort of thought you have. You you are. It's sports. It's okay. You can flip-flop. You can say, you know, I'm going to take something back. But when you when you bring up the Patriots, and when I see Kansas City, the firepower that they have, the love affair that goes on with Patrick Mahomes, everybody loves Patrick Mahomes. Catch up, and his dad played baseball, and this, that, and the other. Yeah, I got it. But I even want to go back a few years ago. Early in the season, I believe it was Monday night, New England goes to Kansas City gets throttled by the Chiefs. 
Tom Brady starts that game. Jimmy Garoppolo finishes it. Looks very, very good. And then, boy, the think pieces come out. This is three years ago. Man, he looks bad. He's starting to look old, isn't he? Remember, he's 37 back then. Boy, maybe the legs are starting to come off for Tom Terrific. Maybe it's time for, for Jimmy Garoppolo for them to look towards the future there. Hell, I bet even Bill was thinking about that. Let's be serious here. This is the man who's the king of, you have diminishing skills, please leave. But it was early in the season that year, and that was a team that went to a Super Bowl. And Then you had last year with the mounting injuries of Tom Brady with the ankle injury, the knee injury, the hip injury that we read, we read about. And there were so many questions about whether or not he was debilitated, whether or not he was so fragile anymore he'd be able to continue in the 2019 season. And then I referenced this last week when I was talking about the Steelers, but I can't help but doing it. Last February, somewhere in there, Seth Wickersham and his expose right before camp this season, you had Tom Brady. Well, I'm not necessarily sure if I'm going to come back. That was Adam Schefter. That wasn't Kenny Carmen. Nobody cared about that. We didn't know if Tom was coming back. We thought Tom was coming back, but we didn't know. Adam Schefter told you to be careful counting your chickens. He didn't know whether or not 2018 was going to be a campaign. And then you put that together with the expose where Gronk was thinking about retiring, where Bill Belichick was wondering whether or not Tom Brady's heart was really into the thing, whether or not this Alex Guerrero type of person who basically reminds me of some weird venomous Balco type person is walking around the facility and Bill Belichick doesn't like it like he's a no Nosferatu type figure, and there's only room for one Nosferatu in New England, and that is, of course, Bill Belichick. All those things happen, and they're back in the AFC Championship game again. You go back to this season. Ah, the injuries with Gronk yet again. He's going to miss out on all those bonuses. Boy, that defense, it just it just doesn't sing the way it used to. Ah, that's what happens when you lose, guys. That's what happens when you have problems. Boy, I would sure like to have Chandler Jones and Malcolm Butler and all those guys back. Wouldn't you, Bill? Wouldn't you, Tom? Your offensive line just isn't as good as it was. We found out why Nate Solder was let go. We found out why all these things didn't go their way. And then they lose. They bring in Josh Gordon. It seemed typical Patriots. And then he leaves. But all the way through the season, the question was whether or not it's time for Tom to fail and finally fail and finally fall apart with the New England Patriots. You can't say those things for three years. I go back over the last three years. You can't say those things over three years. And then when they punch their ticket in a glorious fashion, they absolutely dismantled the Chargers last week. When they do that, you can't all of a sudden turn around and say, well, you know, it's the Patriots. <laughs> I mean, come on. What are you talking about? It's the Patriots. It's the AFC Championship game. It's the Patriots. It's death. It's Texas. It's Tom Brady. You can't have it both ways. You really can't. Uh, fans can do whatever they want. But in the media, for the, for the pundits, you go back and you look at the history. You go back and look at the pieces that were written. We just week eight of the NFL season. You know, they just don't look as sharp. They don't look as crisp. Tom Brady doesn't look as good on third down. Man, Josh McDaniels is really making up for a lot of Tom Brady's shortcomings with these schemes. Boy, he, he, just, he just can't he can't load up and really let it fly the way he used to. He's, he's getting old. and You're thinking, yeah, man, he's 40. But here we are at the precipice of another AFC championship game. And you have old versus new. And in that Sunday night game this year, I remember, and I will take, I'll take the headphones off. I'll speak as a fanboy here for a moment. I found myself rooting for Tom Brady because we do this like we do nostalgia in our own personal lives. As we get older in our own lives, we want to simplify things. You know, when we're young, when we're 18 years old, our lives are very dramatic. We, we have emotions. 
We haven't done, we're not settled yet with our brains. We're not settled yet with our hearts. We haven't seen everything yet like we think we have. We think we're on top of the world and we're on a gravy train that's never going to end. But we just haven't learned what real life is yet. And so now at 32 and at 42 and at 52 and at 62 and at 72, we start to simplify life over time because we've been in situations before. We do the same thing in our real lives that we do in sports. Watching Tom Brady, the seven-step drop, the classic drop back, stand, fire, completion, first down, do it again. Watching that happen and seeing that and making myself feel comfortable. I have to admit to you, I was worried earlier this year. There's a worry because when you try to stay on top of things and when you finally start to put the cosmic tumblers into place and they all start to click, you start to open up and you go, wow, I I really know football. I think I know football. I think I know what I'm watching now. And then all of a sudden, the second you start to say that, the game changes. Guys like Patrick Mahomes come around. The offense starts to run differently. You don't need to go under center all the time. You don't, Even when you're going shotgun, there's different formation. There's RPOs now that have become the buzzword of the NFL. We have guys who are starting earlier than they ever have, and the NFL is changing because you can't have archaic offenses coming off of offenses in college and think that's going to work right off the rip. And guys need to keep jobs. General managers need to keep jobs. Owners need to keep filling seats. So you better change or you'll be left behind. And earlier this year, I watched that that New England game against Kansas City, and I hoped for Tom Brady because it was comfortable. Tom Brady's become comfortable. It's He's become someone who at times I've hated, but now I revere and respect and, and see the legendary skill that he has. Patrick Mahomes, maybe someday, but not yet. But I know he's the wave of the future. Him and quarterbacks like him, guys who can move left and right, schemed a little bit different, who are a threat to take off at times, guys like that. The league is changing, but earlier this year, I didn't want to see it that way. So when I bring all this up from three years ago, from Tom Brady and the Patriots and Belichick and Gronk and even Jimmy Garoppolo and even Josh McDaniels to now with the way the NFL is, where Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady isn't going to play forever. He isn't. I know he thinks he is. I know he thinks he's going to turn himself into some sort of a cyborg with Alex Guerrero and he'll be able to play until kingdom come. It's just not going to happen. Tom Brady is getting ready to pass a torch. Patrick Mahomes isn't yet the right now. That could change here by Sunday and then over the next couple of weeks in Super Bowl 53. But he's certainly the wave of the future. I understand that we've watched Tom Brady eight times in the AFC Championship game. It's an unbelievable number. But how couldn't you say that he and the New England Patriots are the underdogs in this game? One is the way of the future. One is the way that things are changing. One is the way that people will look at football now, starting right here, right now, in the 2018 to 2019 season. And into the foreseeable future. They're at the cutting edge. They're ahead of a lot of other teams out there while the other teams try to play catch. But eventually they will. New England, an old guard, where they're ready to be at the gates. Guys like Mahomes, guys like Watson, Andrew Luck, again, Mayfield, Darnold, pounding away at the walls, getting ready to topple the empire. Eventually, it's going to happen. This isn't Darth Vader all over again. 
There's age there. There's questions there. Eventually it's going to end. But Kansas City with Patrick Mahomes, it's just starting. How on earth could New England not be the underdog here? You can't have it both ways. You can't say one thing and then all of a sudden realize it later on. 855-2124-CBS. Or I'm just an idiot. I'll let you decide. 855-2124-CBS. 855-2124-227. Are the Patriots really underdogs or am I just a dummy? It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. This is the Ken Carmen Show. A lot coming up today. Folks, at 11 a.m. Eastern, I think I finally figured out what the Eagles should do with Wentz and Nick Foles. I think I got a plan. And I might open up with it, and then Tom, I might need his help just to see if I can nail it down. Because I will I will be totally honest. It's a loose plan that people are already jumping to conclusions with. I teased it just on Twitter, getting ready for the show today. People are already freaking out about it. Also coming up at high noon Eastern, we will get a chance to talk to John Breach, CBS Sports NFL writer. Five burning questions at 12.20 p.m. Eastern. A little bit later on, Kyler Murray is the star of the baseball needs. And Kendall Gammon will join us. Chiefs radio analyst coming up at 1 p.m. Eastern. Also, we'll probably have to check in with Peter Schwartz. Big Isles fan. He's going to be excited because I watched a hockey game last night. Instead of watching the Cleveland Cavaliers. I watched about five minutes of the Cavs. I go, this isn't going to go our way. Goodbye. I'm going to watch something else. I ended up watching Xavier Nova. And I ended up watching the Calgary Flames. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. I just ask you, because I, I think the, the popular thinking is that the Patriots are, are the overall supreme team. There's no way they're underdogs. Stop trying to give yourself that moniker. Well, think about this. If you are the Patriots, not if you're Tom Brady, if you're just one of the guys, if you're one of the guys on that team, all this year, it's coming to an end. Enjoy it. It's coming to an end. Boy, we're watching some of these passes here that Tom Brady's throwing. Just, man, not as much oomph, not as much zip. He can't really load up on the deep ball the way he used to. Now you lost Josh Gordon at the end of the season. Rob Gronkowski keeps talking about retirement, or at least we keep talking about retirement for Rob Gronkowski. And that's just this year alone. And then you go back over the last three years and then look to the future. This is almost a Christmas carol where you could walk around the NFL, you see what it is now, and you see what it is over this last year. The years of the past, glorious to the New England Patriots. Some definite bumps in the road, but very glorious towards the New England Patriots. The future, it's like it's in reverse. It looks very ugly. Because Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City, and the way that that offense runs, that's the future. Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are trying to survive with an archaic system. A guy who can't move, dropping back, seven-step drops, please. How very 2007 of you. How 2016 of you. The league's changing. Patrick Mahomes is the future. Those types of offenses are the future. So New England to say, oh gosh, they, how could they say that they're underdogs? They're trying to hold on for dear life. Kansas City's vibrant. New England... Whether I want to admit it or not, whether Patriots fans want to admit it or not, they're knocking on death's door. 855-2124-CBS. Let's get to Johan in Charleston, South Carolina. Johan, you're first up on CBS Sports Radio. I can't hear Johan for whatever reason. Tom, do we got him? 
I think you there, hit the nail on the head there. We go. There. Johan, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry we couldn't hear you at the beginning. Go ahead, buddy. No, no problem. I had it on speaker. I think you're absolutely right. I think, full disclosure, I'm the only diehard Kansas City Chiefs fan in the entire state of South Carolina. But the Chiefs are going to win over the Patriots tomorrow, and they're going to win big. And you started it a second ago, but it's going to continue the narrative. This is the beginning of the end. People have been calling it for the last couple of years for the Patriots. The one thing that's enabled them to continue to be successful is they are literally in the worst division in the entire pro football. But D4 is going to tee off on Tom Brady tomorrow. And it, it's the only thing that gives me a little bit of hesitation saying what I'm saying is that the Patriots had pretty much the only dom, truly, truly dominant performance of any team in the playoffs last week with what they did to the Chargers. Mm-hmm. But I think that's going to be an anomaly, and I honestly think the Chiefs well, you didn't think we were, real quick. You didn't think the Chiefs were dominant against uh, against Indianapolis. They were, but I, to be honest with you, I think uh, Indianapolis was a team that two people were too big on. Everybody kind of jumped on that bandwagon. You know, uh, Andrew was History. back. He had a couple good games, yeah. but I think yeah. they are, they're talented, but they're not as talented as some of these other teams like the Chiefs, like the Rams. And I think yeah. that they had a couple good games over the end of the regular season. They went on a streak, and I think people put too much on their name and I think they've got exposed I said last week it was it was amazing Johan and thank you very much for the call friend it was amazing because I said no one wants to hear our picks I don't know why we're picking I'm just going to pick them just because we have to pick them because that's what radio shows do we ended up going four and oh and the reason I picked Kansas City was I just can't be afraid of old ghosts I can't be afraid of the ghosts of of Marty Schottenheimer and Andy Reid past this is a different type of offense it is changed with Patrick Mahomes it's more high octane in the defense last week I was shocked at how good the defense played last week for the Kansas City Chiefs. It was a fantastic performance by them. Going into this football game, what you're saying, and yeah, I'm talking to a Chiefs fan there, obviously, but what you're saying is right. If they were going to Gillette, there is that factor. And I think my conversation changes here. Because when you go to Gillette in the postseason, there is an aura. There is, you don't win here and Tom Brady and what makes him a legend, and other guys don't have this. Aaron Rodgers doesn't have this. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't. Drew Brees in the Dome, I think I could argue it. I think I could. But there is an aura around Tom Brady that he's played for so long that all these guys, God, he's been playing 20 years. Some of these guys, they were in diapers when he won his first Super Bowl here. You look at what he's done, he wins on because he's Tom Brady. Because you look across the field, there's number 12. He's supposed to beat you. He's beaten everybody in the world, and he's going to get you. If this was in Gillette, I think I have a different tone. Since this is in Kansas City, it's going to be a rough business area for New England. I definitely take Kansas City in this, and I definitely look at New England as an underdog in this. Let me get to Rico. He disagrees. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Rico, go ahead. Hey, I think you're wrong on this one because I think the Patriots – their skill set and time and time mentality. I don't think Casey is yet mature enough on that level, mm. but I do believe Casey will be a, in the future a dominant player. As you're exactly what you're saying. You know they got and, and you mentioned the maturity, Rico. And I thank you very much for the call. They've been in the postseason what the last four of the five years. They got veterans on this team. It's not that they haven't been. They haven't been to this level. They've had some ugly losses, but they've been to the postseason. It's not their, It's Patrick Mahomes' first trip into the postseason. You're taking on the grand old man. I, I think they're a little bit more veteran, a little bit more better than what we want to give them credit for. Mike and Ann Arbor, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Yeah, I want to talk about the officiating. I think the NFL uh, 
in the back of their minds. They want to uh, breeze Brady's Super Bowl. So let's look at the flags and how the flags are going to fly for the, the teams. New Orleans is a home team. They're going to get their flags. Uh, KC is going to get their flags in the first half. But I think the NFL, after that first half, is going to change for uh, uh, the Patriots and Brady because uh, I think the NFL really wants – uh, you know, Breeze and Brady in the Super Bowl. Uh, my second question is, uh, who has the, the number one kicker left going? Have a good day, guys. With the kicker? Man. I, I, your guess is as good as anybody's, honestly. With the referees, that's conspiracy. I don't know. I, I think about it like this. I would like at least one young gun in this Super Bowl. If I, if I was thinking about it in a business term. I think Patrick Mahomes is part of the future of the NFL. You would have that storyline. You would still have, if it was Saints versus Chiefs, you would still have that storyline of the old Drew Brees is 40, uh, still can sling it all over the place against the young, the future of the NFL and Patrick Mahomes. I, I still think you would have that type of meeting. But Brady versus Brees for all the marbles, Brady would be getting over Brees. It would be his second, it would be a second Super Bowl. He'd be right up there in parallel. Not, not as much as Brady, but he'd be right up there in parallel. Man, that's a good question. 855-2124-CBS, 855-2124-227. Stay there if you're there. We'll get to you guys. I do believe the Patriots are underdogs. Highlight of the reason. I'll let you be an idiot if you want to. And also, I got to come to the defense of Jason Garrett, and I can't believe that. That's all coming up next. This is the Ken Carmen Show. Coming up at high noon Eastern, John Breach will join us. We'll see if he thinks I'm stupid. I got to come to the defense of Jason Garrett coming up in moments. 855-2124-CBS at Sports Radio's CBS Sports Radio's toll-free line. It's brought to you by Geico. There's a quick way you can save money. You switch to Geico. You go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Basically, by the end of this segment, you could be saving 15% or even more on your car insurance. Just laying that out there. That's how good the stuff is. 855-2124-CBS. Patriots, to me, are confirmed underdogs. I've explained it for the last 20 minutes. We'll explain it again. Let me go back to the phones. 855-212-4CBS. Let me get to Chris in Myrtle Beach. He's been on hold the longest. He's next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Morning, sir. How are you doing today? Chris, doing well, friend. Go right on ahead. Uh, before I get to my take, real quick, I just want to let you know, you know, I haven't heard your show too much. I'm not sure if you're new or not, but the past two Saturdays I've heard you, and I have to tell you what, you are probably one of my favorite favorite people I hear on this radio. So I just want to, you know, say thank you for – Giving Thank us you. something to listen to on a Saturday morning. Thank you, brother. I very much appreciate that. Thank you. And remember that when you disagree with me about something, but you go right on ahead. Thank you well, very we're much. About dis- we're about to disagree now because you're, ah. you're you're down on the Patriots, and I'm a I'm a Bills fan, so I I've seen this Patriots dominance for my whole life. You're counting out the goat. He's going to win. <laughs> he's going to win the Super Bowl, and then he's going to retire. The reason he's going to retire is because right now he doesn't have the most Super Bowl rings. He's tied with one person that bounced around from team to team. So he's going to be the single person with the most Super Bowls. This is it. And then after this year, you can say the Patriots will never win because they won't have the GOAT. But Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and then Tom wins it all. Have a good Saturday, man. I'll hang up and listen to you. Appreciate you. Chris, thank you for the call and the kind words. See, if they win this year, I think he's just coming back again. I think your better chance to get him to retire because the AFC East – the poor fans of the AFC East, the rest of the AFC East, it's not your fault. It's your ownership's fault. It's Steve Ross's fault. Pagula's doing the best he can. I, I still like Pagula. 
I know that things have been a little bit rocky. I think Sean McDermott's a good coach, and I'm not just saying that just because we just had a Bills fan on. The Jets have been an absolute mess. I know that that Adam Gase gave the googly eyes, and he looks like he's about to star in Men in Black 4. I still want to give him a shot with Sam Darnold, okay? But the rest of your fan base is out there. Obviously, they're going to, man, I can't wait until this gets opened up because they're not, they don't have a quarterback. At best, they would have Josh McDaniels after that, after Bill Belichick hung him up. I think they'd be even more apt to come back and try to do it again if they won. Because if you've won, then it, it, it just confirms everything. Because to them, they really do believe that they're the underdogs. And people see the aura with Tom Brady. That's why so many people disagree with me on this. They see the angelic greatness of Tom Brady or the the Darth Vader Tom Brady, if you hate that type of guy, a guy that wins no matter what. They see that. But there's so many things that are going against him. If they end up winning, they win tomorrow, and then they win Super Bowl 53, it just confirms everything that they've been doing. And so for a guy who's a competitor like Tom Brady... Hey, at some point you got to hang it up. I I'd be more willing to think that if they were to go out and get their asses handed to them tomorrow. Say it was like Dan Marino's last game. I mean, really bad. I think he'd be more apt to leave then than he would if he were to win. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Andrew in Alabama, you're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Man, what is going on? All right, so okay, so you're talking about all this underdog stuff. Why do you have to have an underdog in this kind of game? I mean, this is this is the this is the AFC Championship. This is where the guys from all season they showed up. You don't have to have an underdog. Both oh, come on, it's fun, Andrew. Yeah, you do. You have to. You have to have. But okay, who do you think's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? I'll take the Chiefs. Why? I think Patrick Mahomes. I think he. I think he's electric. I think he is electric. I think he is Russell Wilson remake without the defense. God knows they don't have a defense. They played pretty well last week, but I overall I agree with the Andrew. Well then they, aren't the Patriots the underdog then? No. Why? An under an underdog is they don't have any you know, it's almost like a Cinderella story. Oh my gosh, how did they get here? How in the world did the Patriots Ooh. find their way to the AFC championship? No, they didn't find their way. They've been doing it for years. They've been doing it since I was in middle school, when I'm Is he, you're, th- you're thinking of Disney movies, Andrew. That's what they do in Disney. There's an underdog in every game. Just because it's an underdog doesn't mean. Obviously, it doesn't mean that it's the, the Cinderella type story, a good storyline. But a team that doesn't have a great storyline is absolutely an underdog. If you're picking Kansas City, then yes, wouldn't in a betting man's world and just the real life, wouldn't New England be the underdog then? New England will never be the underdog until Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are in their graves. They'll never be an underdog. Until they're in their graves. Andrew. Andrew. They're they're football players. They're not boogeymen. Until they're in their grave. This isn't Michael Myers at the end of the at the end of the series. He's a football player. Eventually he's gonna retire. Hell, we just took the last call the guy said he was gonna retire. You get what I'm does, saying? Be, if he does, he'll be the greatest of all time. No doubt oh, about that. Oh, man, this is unbelievable. Andrew's smiling. Thank you very much for the call. Craig in Lansing, Michigan. You're next up on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead. Hey, man, uh, you know, I just want to reiterate something one of your callers a minute ago said, dude, you are very good at doing this job. I, I've been calling stations for 20 years, and, and, and I recognize right away when somebody knows how to take a call, has a good back and forth. So, yeah, I, I appreciate you too, man. Um, Thank you, Craig. So, dude, you know uh, – Kansas City, I mean, you know, for one, the one guy said, well, it's an anomaly that the Patriots scored, you know, points, and it's not an anomaly. I mean, they do that. They've been over 30 
seven or eight times this year. I mean, not like that's like the best in the league, but they can score points. It's not an anomaly when they score points. Um, they won't get blown out simply because last week's the first uh, time all year long that Kansas City's played good on defense. I mean, they give up 130 yards on the ground, uh, 270 in the true. air. They can't stop anybody from scoring. So they have, that's why they have to put up 35, 40 points every time they play a good team because that's the only way they can win. I mean, and not only, not, not only that, I know that it was back in week four or five or whatever it was, but uh, the Patriots have beat Kansas City this year. So they, they, you know, it wasn't at Arrowhead. I like your point. Great point. You know, something about that stadium mm-hmm. makes it difficult for teams to win. But, you know, we are dealing with the best quarterback of all time, and I'll, I'll take my chances with those guys going on the road. To so you just Kansas believe, the, and it's a three-point swing, so obviously there's going to be people out there going, hey, man, it's really a pick em. But you believe maybe the wrong team's favored then, Craig? Uh, no, I think that the okay. right team's favored, but, I mean, if I had to bet my car, which I'm not a betting man, but if I had to bet something, you know, expensive, a, a fair amount of money, uh, I would bet my money on the Patriots because I would I would have more confidence uh, in in the past, you know, repeating itself because, mm-hmm. I mean, Belichick and, and, and uh, Brady have done so well, you know, and, and, and they also have proven that, you know, Belichick knows how to go in and game plan for young quarterbacks and find ways to make them not as comfortable as they normally are. I dig it. it. I dig it. I dig it. That's a fair point. Craig, that is a fair point. I understand what you're saying, and I thank you very much for the call and the kind words, my friend. I can understand what you're saying there. It's just the point of where I look look back to the past and I look towards the future again. And I'll move on here in a second because I'm not trying to just do contrarian stuff here all day, but I'm just trying to illustrate a point that when I'm looking towards the past, it's been an incredible past for the Patriots, one that people are frankly sick of. And that, I think, is the underlying point. You're sick of the Patriots. I had a Bills fan just call in five minutes ago. He's sick of the Patriots. God, I'd be sick of the Patriots. Peter Schwartz, our good buddy who does the updates, he's a Jets fan. Deben, are you a Jets fan? Yes, unfortunately. Tom is absolutely. Thank you. I just get you guys mixed up every now and then. He's a Jets fan. You think he's not sick of the Patriots? Hell yeah, Tom's sick of the Patriots. Yes, I'm sick of the Patriots. But But in this game... When I look at Patrick Mahomes, I just see the future of NFL football. Finally, they've broken through. Offenses are different. We're more spread out. We're getting past the numbers, even though I know the field numbers are different in the NFL. They're finally getting past the numbers. We're spreading out defenses. Offenses are more constricted than they've ever been in the past. And here you got a guy like Patrick Mahomes with this rocket, this cannon for an arm. And he can move a little bit. And there's the run-pass option. There's differences in athleticism between the positions from where it started with Tom Brady back in 1999 to where it is now in 2019 with Patrick Mahomes. I see a guy who is the future of this football season, the future of, of what the sport is. And it's him, it's Watson. If you just look at the AFC alone, it's him, it's Deshaun Watson, it's Andrew Luck, because Andrew Luck could get out and move even with the injury. I would say it's Baker Mayfield. I think Sam Darnold, he finished the season off pretty well. I got to put Sam Darnold in there. And there's probably someone I'm not even thinking about. They're the future of it. The the classic five to seven step drop, boom, let it roast. That that stuff, that's ending. That's ending. Defenses are too smart. And there was a time where offenses, a guy like Peyton Manning could go up to the line and he could see different things and he could bait a safety and he could understand where a safety's hands are and where his eyes were and he could diagnose the play. And Tom Brady can do that too. 
But now guys are starting sooner than they've ever been. And guys like Peyton Manning back in the day, because they were prodigies, they could start right off. Now things are different. You take a guy in the first round, even though I can fight it as much as I want at times, because I don't think there's any rule that says you have to start a guy, you basically got to play him. Unless you have a good system like Kansas City already had, where they had a veteran-capable quarterback who can win football games and Alex Smith ahead of a guy like Patrick Mahomes. It was almost perfect. Everybody else, you got to play them as soon as you can and hope that they're going to do well. They sink, they swim, they're on rookie contracts, so you have a great chance to put a good football team around them, and they're not the ones eating up $30 million of your salary cap. There's just so much that goes into playing a young quarterback now where it wasn't back in the day. They were bigger investments, longer-term investments, I should say, back in the day. 855-2124-CBS. It's amazing the way this this morning has gone. I'm coming to the defense of the New England Patriots, for crying out loud. And i got to do something again that I, I kind of don't even want to do it again because I, I've played a contrarian already, and now i got to try to do it again about the, the Dallas Cowboys. I told you this was going to happen last week. Deben, did I not tell him this was going to happen last week? You warned. They played the Rams, and the, the reason the Cowboys are so much fun and the reason people love to hate the Cowboys so much is that there's no other team in the NFL, at least going into this one, or I should say last week's games, there was no other team that had more at stake than the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you know what? If New England lost, we probably would have wondered whether or not it's over for Tom Brady and certainly whether or not it was over for Rob Gronkowski. But for the Cowboys, you win the division you, you, you go through, you make the postseason, you do what needs to be done, you win tough football games. Dak Prescott, he's not over the moon great, which is a point I'm going to get to here in a second. He's not over the moon great. You run the ball well, you do what ne- is necessary, you make the postseason again, and you run into a team like the Rams that are amazing offensively and just better than you are. They're better. They were favored. They were favored by a bunch. And you lose that game and immediately... It's Jason Garrett sucks. He's the wrong head coach for this team. Dak Prescott's been overrated. Jerry Jones is a lunatic. The Cowboys suck. Fire Jason Garrett. Start the whole thing all over again. You don't do that with other coaches. You just don't do that with other franchises. The Cowboys are a different level. That's why they're so much fun to talk about. They lose one game. You love to go after Cowboys fans, and you want to talk trash about Cowboys fans. It's a blast. It's fun to troll them. I've been guilty of it in the past. It's just the truth. But i got to come to the defense of Jason Garrett. We're hearing some of these rumors. Ed Werder's put it out there. I've listened to 105.3 down in Dallas over the last week, hearing some of this stuff. Even the ESPN station down there, hearing Randy Galloway and all them guys talking about how there's a possibility that, that Sean Payton could be a possibility for the Dallas Cowboys after this New Orleans Saints run. Let me come to the defense of Jason Garrett for just a moment. For all those reasons I just said, and for who his owner is, this isn't Georgia Frontier. This isn't any one of these other owners. This isn't one of the quiet ones or one of the ones that, hey, you're you're in charge of the football. Let you go do your thing. This isn't the Roonies that remain steadfast as football people, even to, to the criticism of what the Roonies are. This is Jerry Jones. This is a guy who believes in bigger and better and grandstanding and a guy who believes in the most dangerous owner out there who believes he knows football. He's got to know some football. It's been many, many years, but who really believes he knows football. He's the most dangerous of sports owner you can find. You find an owner who thinks he knows the sport that he actually owns, that is a dangerous person. And Jerry Jones is one of the most dangerous individuals out there. You're back in the postseason. You really had an average fourth-round quarterback, maybe above-average fourth-round quarterback now. 
and now you want to fire Jason Garrett? You run your way to the postseason. Your offensive line plays better over time. Your defense has started to play better over time. You're able to find some parts of that that are helping out that football team. And yeah, you ran into a buzzsaw. That's the Rams. So many other teams have run into that team again. And now you want to move on from Jason Garrett, Jerry? And you want to tell me that you want to bring in Sean Payton. If you're Sean Payton, I know that there's differences in money. There might be a difference in prestige. Might. Might. And I think I could argue the hell out of that one. But there might be a difference in prestige. You were a coach who was suspended for an entire year and welcomed back with open arms in New Orleans. You think Jerry Jones is going to let you be you? You're going to, you think Jerry Jones, Jerry Jones, who has his hand basically up certain orifices of Jason Garrett and works him like a ventriloquist dummy, you think that that guy is going to let you be you? I'm begging Sean, if this is at all true, I'm begging Sean Payton to make a call to Bill Parcells. I'm begging Sean Payton to make a call to any other coach since Jimmy Johnson, and I mean even Barry Switzer, who has ever coached under Jerry Jones. For Jerry, you have your perfect puppet. And that sounds so mean towards Jason Garrett, but it's the truth. A guy who's willing to take your money, a guy who's willing to put up with your charades, a guy who's willing to put up with your talk, a guy who's willing to put up with things that you say that criticize and absolutely contradict things that he says postgame. You want Sean Payton. You might be Big D, you might be the money but you can't get out of his way. Frankly, he's too good for you. 855-2124-CBS. More of this and coming up next, friends, I finally figured it out for you. Foles over Wentz. It's Ken Carmen on CBS Sports Radio. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.